0: Alright people, alright, what is going on? Back with another episode of the First and Frame Rate Show. It's been a whole nother week. A lot of things have changed. A lot of things are going on and it's going to be really interesting this episode because uh, it's a lot to unpack. I mean, we all know the incident at Georgia Southern. Atlanta Falcons got their first win and uh it, like I said, it's, it's going to be a lot to unpack here. So hopefully we'll be able to get that together and run with it so welcome to the first in frame rate show i am vf baller and pretty much every Wednesday, I've been trying to work on this every Wednesday, that I'll be able to do an episode like this. Um, I tried to do it on Sundays and it was pretty cool. It worked out for me at one point, but now it's much easier for me to do it on Wednesdays because it's a really good medium where nothing's really going on throughout the week. And it's a good time to actually recap um, everything that's going on throughout the week. So um Let's get into it. If this is your first time here. You know, uh, hope you uh, like the content. Check out the other content I have here. Share this. Let other people know, not only in Eagle Nation, but people at, in Atlanta Falcons Nation. Let them know what I'm doing over here. And so we can have more people over here, uh, actually, um, you know, just talking about the situations that's going on throughout the week. Um, it's, it's just been a lot going on. And, um, also, just subscribe subscribe to the channel because i do daily videos over here also i just got finished doing uh a premiere on my other channel the gaming channel where i had a football game on display and the game was actually fun to watch it was really cool to see you know the game um just watch from a different angle because i'm always playing the games and sometimes i'm live and i don't really get the uh you know just sit back and actually uh you know look at the games that i play and it, it was a different perspective that was pretty cool but nevertheless let's go ahead and get right into this uh oh you know i got so much stuff going on man i i keep forgetting if you uh want to listen to this when i'm not live you can catch this on itunes google play soundcloud anchor um uh, i think i have this on spotify and uh other uh podcast um avenues that you like those are the main ones that i have it on and um so I notice a lot of people do watch when I'm not um, live. So like I said, I do this at nine o'clock every um, Wednesday. It's kind of late for some people. So when you wake up in the morning on your way to work or whatever the case may be, you can listen to it on those uh, platforms. You can be on program director. You can listen to this podcast. Also other Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons podcasts out there. You know, there's a lot of good content out there talking about these two teams, you know, but, you know. I try to make myself as unique as the uh, uh, as the other one. So um, just a lot of good content out there. So shout out to them as well. Pushing, you know, this uh these two really uh, unique teams. I will say that as well, because the teams are very unique. And um, I love uh, talking about my schools. And um, let's go ahead and get right into it. As far as like I said, I love my schools. I love Georgia Southern. I love it. I've been a fan of Georgia Southern for a long time. Went to the school briefly. Um, I ended up having to finish at another college. But with me born in the Statesboro, well, really born in Savannah, Georgia, born and raised in Savannah, Georgia, lived there pretty much most of my life, my childhood and my teenage years. I rooted for Georgia Southern as far as back as I can remember. And it's a lot of tradition at that school. And there's a lot of winning at that school. Contrary to some people who don't know about the organization you know we were a fcs one a division uh one double a powerhouse winning national championships throughout the 80s uh in the late 90s um We've we, we done a, very, a really good job of um, producing great, great uh, talent throughout that entire uh, organization or program of Georgia Southern. Uh, lately, things have been on the up and down, especially when we got back, to, when we got into the FBS. You know, we did win the Sun Belt when we first uh, got into the FBS, and we kind of floundered from there, got back with our former coach, Uh, chad lunsford did great things for those uh seasons that we was there we won some bowl games had a 10 win season big turnaround and uh unfortunately there are some situations that has happened that um you know I i will say for the most part contributed to coach lunsford um being let go at georgia southern uh you had a situation where uh for the most part from what my perspective, I just I feel like the game the games were being lost because of um bad decision making. But you know, I don't know as much football as those guys. But I feel like something was just a, was not there. Um, there were times where they looked like there was not much of a game plan. It just seemed like it was more of um, guys just using their talent to to score on drives or score on plays, and nothing really methodical that was trying to beat the defense. And um, it worked. It worked for the most part. But I I, I never seen nothing that was necessarily just a game plan set up. So it was kind of unfortunate to see how that played out but nevertheless we uh were able to overcome and we had some successful seasons even the ones that we underachieved I feel that they were somewhat successful, not necessarily the Georgia Southern standard but uh we did um make some noise um out post and that's good to see you know you want to bring some hardware back home and we was able to do that under Chad Lunsford, and you know and not only that you know I mean it goes without saying everybody's been saying it. Uh, with him being uh, a great man and bringing guys along to be great men post the graduation and uh and guys who uh, leave the program to do things better um for themselves and and, and make something it just a phenomenal a uh, guy that would that just get the make bring the best out of kids and actually was able to be i mean in some cases i don't like to use the word a role model to whether the men want to be uh, i you know uh it's just was an amazing job, to, amazing man that he is. But unfortunately, you know, it did not um resonate to the stand of George Southern and AD Jared Benko let him go after the incident that, you know, everybody knows about the incident that went viral. And we don't, I don't really want to go in, into that. But, uh, we saw that situation was pretty much, I i would say, personally, was the the nail in the coffin, the icing on the cake, the straw to the camel's back and end up, um, dropping, uh, his uh, status as head coach now a couple of i'll say what it was a day later or a couple of days later uh, we had uh interim head coach kevin whitley come in kevin whitley is our interim head coach he was the assistant coach and the cornerbacks coach for coach Lunsford. um i think he came to the school in uh let's see what is it 2017 i'm looking at his resume right now what it has on um this you know Coach Willie has a pretty good um pedigree for football. I mean, I don't know if many people uh, know anything about this, but uh he did very well when it comes to actually putting up some uh numbers in the high school rankings um he uh was at stockbridge high School ten years. My son is here okay you wanna watch some you wanna watch something No, we're not gonna watch t v baby um Hold on one second. Let me get my son together because he likes to come up here. Here you go, baby. Here. Here you go. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, I let my son watch his little nursery rhymes while he's here. He loves to be up here with me. Yeah, get your basketball, baby. But um, let's see. Um, like I said, he has a pretty good uh, resume. So uh, I'm trying to see where he started off at. Um, well, I'll just go through some of his accolades, not necessarily in order. But right here, he said uh, what What he said. Um, he was at Stockbridge High School, had 10 to won, um five region titles. Oh, OK, baby. Yes. Faster, faster. And um, he had uh, five region titles over 10 years at stockbridge high school four of them was from 2014 to 2017 um prior to his arrival stockbridge never won a playoff game so out of those 10 years half of that time he was there he won five region titles and his final four seasons at uh stockbridge high he combined a record of 49 and 5 with three regional titles and 18 all-state players now notably um well will let me keep going Prior to his decade at Stockbridge, he coached Creekside High for six seasons and led the Seminoles to three 10-1 seasons. So, Prior to him being there, he did six seasons. Half of those seasons, they won 10 wins. He posted a record of 52 and 16 and 10 all state players. Notably, he had Eric Berry was on his team, which was, um, really interesting. So this guy knows something about quarter, cornerbacks and, and, and the defensive backs. I mean, I think even when he played at George Southern, he did play, um, I think he did play defensive back, so he knows a lot about this. So it it just shows with the guys we had come through this program and actually succeed. Derek Canteens did a phenomenal job last year. You had Kendall Vildor, Monquavius um, Brinson, Jesse Liptrot, um what's his uh, Kendrick Duncan, Sean um, Freeman. Um, oh man, I mean, uh, what's his other uh, Rutledge? So I mean, you had you got some guys who came through here. That was a uh, really, really, um, you know, that was really well coached by him, and it shows with the talent. So, uh, like I said, he has a pretty good pedigree as a head coach, and not only that, he actually um, has some NFL experience. He had a free agent contract with the uh, New England Patriots later in the CFL for the Toronto Argonauts, and um, as a defensive back, he intercepted two passes in three seasons and was named Rookie of the Year in the Ar- of, for the Argonauts in 1993. So. He he has some type of pedigree and knows what he's doing over here. So that is really, really um impressive. I'm gonna be honest. I did not know all of this. You know, I knew that he um I knew that he was a a head coach in high school, but he has a phenomenal uh phenomenal uh record in high school. So this just goes back. I think overall, he compiled a record in 18 seasons as a high school coach. Compiled a record of 160 in. 55 which is a 74 percent winning percentage seven regional championships so uh he coached five players named to the ajc super 11 39 players all state and himself was named region coach of the year eight times i don't know if you guys knew this but i mean he 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 has a pretty good resume i don't know how that's going to translate to him being in as georgia southern interim head coach but as of right now and the things that he said in a press conference, I'm actually, you know, I feel a little secure about what what he has, what he what he's done so far. So, I mean, this is not a person that just showed up and, and, and decided to, you know, uh, get in good graces to get a job. Jared Binkle was right. He, he wanted to see, oh, he wanted a guy who knows how to take charge and a guy who can command um, um, uh, young men. It looked like he got has that guy. Now, also, we already know how this thing is going to play out. Uh, Jared Binkle already said he's looking. He's still looking for a coach. So this is two things that what this mean. One, this means that he could possibly easily just look for someone down the road and maybe, you know, whatever happens to Coach Whitley, this could be a situation that, uh, that could put him on the map as far as an audition. He could be getting jobs elsewhere depending on how well he does within these last eight games. Also, when you're looking at this situation, if you have, what uh, um, if they do decide to keep Coach Whitley, I'm I'm sitting here now. What does that mean for the organization? Now we're not going to know what this going to how this going to play out until we actually see what's going on on the field. What kind of offense we're going to run? What type of situation that we're going to have on the field? Are we going to have a, a a situation where we're still running the same game plan? Are we going to mix up a little bit? Are we going to throw the ball down the field? And this is one thing I was not able to find, and I wish I was able to i wish i was able to find if he was able to um i wish i could find footage of what his teams ran in high school whatever they ran it had to be highly successful like i said he won 70 percent of his games almost 75 percent of his games so I, i i was looking to find out i never found out what type of scheme that he ran in high school was it rpo was it pro style was it heavy run was it option was it triple option i don't know um but I really want to know what type of uh, offense that he ran, but I do know one thing he um, specialized in cornerback. So I would like to see what type of cornerbacks that, um, or I would like to see what type of defense he's going to run as head coach. Cause it's going to be a little bit different with him being interim head coach. I suspect some things is going to change. Um, I did a poll on my Twitter, which I'm going to see if I could pull that up real quick. I did a poll on my Twitter where I asked what type of direction should Georgia Southern football go offensively over 61% said they wanted spread RPO. Now I like, I don't know what type of offense that he runs, but it's going to be interesting to see uh, what he does because uh, I don't know. And, um, I want to try to get to that Arkansas State game. I'm probably not going to be able to go. I think I have to work my regular job, so I won't be able to go, but I definitely will be watching. So um, as soon as I get out of work, I'm going to have it on ESPN+. Plus. Definitely going to be watching because my eyes are going to be glued to that and definitely be here because I'm going to do a post-game show. Probably do it live. Depends on how things play out. It just depends because uh uh if it's live, you guys can come through on the YouTube channel, First and Frame Rates, where we'll be talking about it and have a discussion. Um Also, there was another poll that I um, that I participated in. Let me see if I could pull that up. Uh, Let me see. I participated. I don't know if it's still here. Uh, Give me one second. Sorry for the here it is right here. G.A.T.A. Insider got an insider tweeted, um, which is actually still up and running. And on this one, 70 percent of uh, nearly 70% 69.4% of the guys or girls or G, uh, Georgia Southern fans actually said they wanted spread RPO as well. So I participated in I said spread RPO so I, I mean that's what I I kind of wanted to go with as well. So that's with 363 votes. Now mine uh only has 179 votes. So when you're looking at the situation where you're looking at almost Oh well, literally, you have over five hundred votes. Um, out of that, almost anywhere between sixty-five to seventy percent are saying that they want to see spread RPO. Now, I don't know if that's going to translate. I don't know what it's going to be like because the coaches—they're the ones that run the show. We don't run the show. We just there to support and give our thoughts to uh what they can do. So um, hopefully, we'll see how that goes. I finally put his picture up. I was trying to get the picture up. I didn't want to interrupt, but I kept clicking it. It wouldn't show up, but now it's there. So that's uh, Coach Kevin Whitley. Hopefully, you know, he will bring some success because there's a lot of uncertainty going on right now when it comes to Georgia Southern football because, you know, with the the you know the coaching changes is is always uncertainty you just don't know what you're going to get and uh, hopefully you know we'll see something some type of success with this coaching change i have faith in what i see or what i hear and uh, what i've read um i i I was kind of shocked that he didn't go with um coach ruse or coach sloan i was kind of surprised at that because they are the coordinators but he went through with the quarterbacks coach so um and I see why I'm looking at, like I said, I just read off his resume. Look like he, he can, he can do some things. And his press conference, the things that he said was very well said. And I mean, he did a really good job of talking about what he wanted to do. And it's really, really good to see that he's able to, um, step in right away and, uh, um, you know, put in implement some type of um uh, you know direction for the georgia southern eagles i can't wait to see how this plays out i'm really really um in um I, i'm actually kind of excited about this can't wait till saturday well you know body and i do a pregame show we're going to talk about what arkansas state has and what we could do against them and vice versa um one thing i will say real quick arkansas state has some great receivers and that does not bode well for our secondary but hey we have a new head coach. Maybe we'll see something different. So we'll see how that goes. My son is the best. I love him to death. You okay, little man? No, Okay. Um, if you like this content so far, hit the like button. Let people know what I'm doing over here, man. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And if you want to hear this content when I'm not live, you can go to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, and Anchor. Just look up 1st and frame rates. I should pop right on up. And with that being said, we're going to continue to mosey on down with the next topic. The next topic is going to be the Atlanta Falcons. A.J. Terrell, first and foremost, before I get into them looking for win number two, A.J. Terrell is – look like he's going to be back. He uh, actually came back from um, his uh, concussion protocol. He, he practiced in full pads today, full participation. You have some other guys that are out. I think Frank Darby is out. You also have um, Gage um, and, uh uh marlon um davison he's out as well so uh, i don't know how that's going to play out as far as what they're going to do um you know i I, you know i well i'll say this frank darby had limited practice marlon davison's out russell gage is out and uh i don't know that doesn't that doesn't put uh, darby on the shelf he could be uh, available so we'll see how that plays out he has a calf injury aj terrell like i said so The Falcons is looking for win number two, and it bodes well that Terrell is back. And this is a good, this is a good sign because when you look at um, what they're capable of doing, the Falcons can move the ball a little bit if they have protection up front. I just made a video about Jalen Mayfield. Jalen Mayfield did a pretty good job of protecting Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan has put up some okay numbers so far, completing 70% of his passes, have over 700 yards passing, which is actually um impressive i didn't think he had that many i thought it was lower than that because of the times that uh he's um been able to throw um four out three interceptions he's been sacked seven times that is way too high for a three game span that means he's been sacked almost uh two times two and a half times a game 2.3 times a game and uh that that's too much you never want to see a quarterback go down maybe once a game and that's pushing it so that's not really ideal um but when i look at this matchup, i'm gonna talk about this matchup real quick uh you're looking at a front seven of washington that are that is pretty good you got the jonathan allens of the world montez sweat kendall fuller chase young casey uh two hill and um jonathan allen leads everybody with the total tackles and uh sacks he has three sacks so far montez sweat has two surprisingly chase young has zero sacks so far uh hopefully we can keep it that way hopefully we can keep matt upright in this entire game because if we're able to i think we have some type of success downfield Hopefully, we'll be able to um, get uh, some uh, passes downfield and be successful because defensively, they have been giving up. um, Let's see. They've been given, it doesn't say they gave up 921 yards passing. So that's um, pretty high for a three game span. Um, They lost a close one to the Giants, and it got blown out by the Buffalo Bills, that could be a little skewed because of the Buffalo Bills game, and uh, with that being said, uh, maybe you know that could be an anomaly, but the main thing is, I want the Falcons, just the main thing about the Falcons, they just need to find a way to keep Matt upright, if they keep Matt upright, I think we have a chance to win every single game, and you know, that sounds cliche, but I'm serious about this, because Matt Ryan, even though Matt does make some some weird decisions sometimes. I think you know some of that's because he's trying to force it a little bit. He's pushing the ball a little bit, and sometimes he maybe have a little bit of happy feet. But for the most part, I think if we keep him up right keep him calm, cool, and collected, I think he'll be fine. As far as the Falcons, the front seven, we need to do something with Taylor. Um, Taylor. He- uh, I think it's Taylor haneke that's his name? What you got, baby? Let me see. Come here, I got my son right here. You okay? be careful um i think you know with tyler uh, taylor heineke i think you know we need to be careful with him because J- daniel jones was able to move around a little bit tyler heineke is a somewhat the same type of quarterback he's not afraid to move around outside the pocket he's not afraid to do anything to get um um some uh yardage down the field so um i was very impressed with taylor uh heineke and um one thing I will say, uh, me and, uh, my former, uh, Coles, DJ 81, he is, um, he, he's a big Redskins fan. And, um, you should find out, you know, check out his channel. Uh, it's not hard to find him on YouTube, DJ 81. He does, uh, a podcast himself. You should go check him out. And, uh, he does pretty good work over there. But I told him back then, uh, Taylor Heineke, y'all signed him for a two year deal for 10 mil. That is a steal because this kid can play some ball. You know, you don't have to do so much to try to, you know, get him to uh, do a lot under center. So, uh, like I said, so far, he's doing pretty well for depending. I mean, considering the money that you're paying him. 59 to 85, nearly the same amount of completion percentage as Matt Ryan and 69.4, 670 yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions. So um, I want to see. Let me get that, baby. All right, Thank you, baby. Um, the thing about that is he is, uh, doing pretty well. Five touchdowns, three interceptions, a little bit too close to being iffy, but I think he does a fantastic job of, um, you know, doing what he has to do considering the situation. Um, as far as, uh, rushing, not too much in the running game. Also, for Antonio Gibson is their lead back. 190 yards um but one thing i will say the falcons do a pretty good job of handling the run the front seven is nice so if we can get some type of pressure on heineke well the only things we need to do is make sure he doesn't roll out of the pocket and try to move or escape the pocket because he can move a little bit I, I i i know that i've seen him was able to do it he's a second leading rusher for the uh washington football team um if i said redskins earlier you know i'm sorry I'm i'm still not used to calling the washington football team But nevertheless, um, those guys are able to move the ball. Looking at them um, with the receiving side of the ball, which is somewhat of our Achilles heel. We do give up a handful of plays, but we did play a lot better against the Giants. We played a lot better against the Giants. So with that being said, we could stymie them in the passing game which will make haneke try to roll out and pass a little bit more and um i mean roll out and run a little bit more and that's something that we i i'm in favor of that uh, because after a while that's going to take a toll um I don't want to jinx the game or anything, but I don't see him running for that much in one game with this front seven. Uh, Dante Fowler has been doing a phenomenal job getting to the quarterback, strip sacks. Grady Jarrett had a sack as well. So those two guys are doing pretty good. Alua Khan has been doing well. I would like to see more out of Deion Jones. I, I talked about this on the smitty's show check out smitty's a sports machine that you should type that in pop right on up the falcons fan he does everything atlanta sports as well so you can check him out on the YouTube's as well as dj81 both of them on youtube but what i was saying is uh i want to see more out of deon jones deon jones is that guy that can make things happen when he's in a position to do so, and he's a guy that can fly all over the field. So I want to see him do more on that as, with that as well. Now the secondary, if AJ Terrell is starting, if he's going to be playing, that's going to be a big boost for us. Um, and like I said, the other guys on um, the, in the secondary have Stepped up they did pretty good the last game you had guys like tj green who stepped up he did pretty good uh i'm trying to think who else fabian Moreau had a couple of uh of calls that didn't go his way but um like i said the guy the, tj green came in and played pretty well it was good to see him step up and uh also Isaiah oliver got the strip got the strip yeah got the turnover We'd like to see more of that. Also, Dante Fowler with a second strip sack of the week. So I would like to see more of that as well. So uh we're doing pretty good when it comes to you know getting pressure on the quarterback and actually playing some decent defense and we can step up with that we will do fine also i want to talk back a couple games back when we did look at the bucks game the defense started to step up and we got ourselves back in that game before the couple of tip pick sixes by um matt ryan you know and um that's something that we, we need to fix and i think we did a pretty good job of fixing last game but when you look at that game as well, the defense started to step up slowly but surely. They was getting better. This game, they got a lot better. They shut things down when it was needed to be and put the uh, offense in place to win. Uh, as far as throwing the ball, Matt Ryan, I would like to see Matt Ryan get the ball to some more of our receivers. One thing I said on Smitty's, um, um, channel when I was over there, I would like to see more of Tarjay Sharp. I would like to see more of this kid with Russell Gage out. I would like to see more of Tarjay Sharp. I think we'll be able to see. <laughs> I think we'll be able to see more Taji shop because I think he's one of the few guys that can get separation also if Frank Darby is available to go I want to see him go and uh, we haven't seen much of Hayden Hurst and before I get it done with the show I will talk about Hayden Hurst really quick before I'm done but um, I would like to see more of him Oh, Oz, um, Zacchaeus actually got a touchdown catch. He did very well last game. Um, and Kyle Pitts was just Kyle Pitts. So far, he's the third leading receiver in the, in this, um, in this, uh, wide receiver court, which is highly surprising because I didn't think that was going to be the case because he was been really quiet so far this year, but he has 139 yards so far. And he has been the third, um, uh, the third most yards on the team. You have guys like Calvin Ridley and Cordell Patterson, which I don't need to say much about Cordell Patterson. He's been a little bit of everything for us, and he's been one of the reasons why we've been winning these games. And it's really good to see that he could be so versatile in every single area, up and down the field, returning kicks, running the ball out the backfield, catching out the backfield, running routes. I mean, just get the ball in his hands, and he's been doing so much for this team. It's it's almost um, unreal to see what he can't do, you know, is it, it, you know, really cool to see. Um, I think Eric Harris is out in the secondary, so Eric Harris is not going to be playing. I don't think he may not be playing. Deron is going to be uh playing. Let me see, I want to make sure if I get that right. Yeah, Eric Harris, um, uh, he has a, uh, his back is unbothering him, so he's not going to be playing. Um, I want to see if uh, I want to see if uh, Richie Grant's going to play. Uh, you know, so it's going to be really interesting. I think overall we are in a really good position to get our second win. That's going to be pretty good to see. Um, like I said, it's still some steps that he uh, Terrell has to go. He got a chance to play. If he's going to be playing, it's going to be a really big boost. But I will say that um, he's in the final stages of concussion protocol. So hopefully this is only Tuesday. So by the time Sunday comes, He'll be able to do something with the team and actually be able to play. We'll see how that goes. Um, I don't have any much else. You know, this is pretty much what I do on the show. I try to do between 30 to 45 minutes, hour max. If I was to take any calls tonight. Okay, baby. Tonight, I can't take any calls because Skype is acting up. And um, I try to put, well, I could pull up the link for, um, people to call in but I don't see it's not that many people on here watching right now. When I get more people in, you know, I would like to open up the lines to see people come through and actually have their opinions about what's going on. But hey, once I do the post game with Atlanta Falcons, oh, I'm sorry, the Georgia Southern game, maybe I have more people watching and um we'll have more of a feedback as far as how people may feel when it comes to uh the post game. Um, so we'll see how that goes All is still in the work in progress Because everything's changed since the way the little old format Used to be with this, uh, um, with this podcast Let me see it, baby Let me see You stepped on it, that's why That's why it's like that I'll fix it You stepped on it, now you want to put the ball in You can't do that, here you go Alright Yeah, my son, he loves being up here with me I love him to death, but like I said we're going to see how that plays out Like I said, everything is a work in progress but i really appreciate the ones who've been here throughout this entire time everybody who hit the the like button if this is your first time you know you can also check out um all my other content by hitting the subscribe button um like i said most people don't watch this because the time of night it is and you know i record this live um around you know nine o'clock you know six o'clock eastern a lot of people are doing their own thing once they get home from work or whatever the case may be but hey i'm on google Podcasts. i am on itunes i'm on soundcloud i am on uh spotify anchor i am on all those platforms podcast addicts one of the best ones i like to use not to give them any you know it's not an ad or anything but it's a great tool to use put all your podcasts there so you could be your own program director and listen to what i gotta say and um listen at your own leisure so that's what's pretty much going on over here and um you guys take it easy. I'll be putting up another video sometime tomorrow, whatever the news of the day is for either team. And I will actually, you know, be ready for the new, uh, the game on Saturday. I cannot wait to see what Coach Whitley can do. And I can't wait to see what Atlanta Falcons can do, get their second win of the season. So it's been a pretty, it's pretty good, uh, ups and downs this season so far. But right now, I'm actually pretty excited. I hope you guys are as well. I will see you guys on the next one. You guys be easy you guys be blessed you guys take it easy peace